0: Hi, everybody, Greg Friel here once again with the Friel Thing podcast. And I'm here with a very, very good friend of mine. And I'm frankly ashamed that I haven't had her on my podcast before now. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's Baddiel McCaskill.
1: Oh, Hi, everyone. Good morning, Not or is it nearly good afternoon?
0: It is still the morning, still the morning. And that was, frankly, disarmingly cheery for this time of the morning. But you were up super early this morning. Were you not yeah. like at, like a BNI meeting or something? For yeah. That's right. Are they still at stupid o'clock? Are they like a lot of them? Six thirty. Yeah. What what time was this one?
1: Six forty-five. Oh, for God's sake! Although I have to say, I was five minutes late this morning because I was drying my hair. I wouldn't normally have mm-hmm. a shower and wash my hair before my BNI, only because mm-hmm. I would tie it up and get dressed and whatever. Um, but this morning I thought I don't have time between my B and, I and my next meeting and then speaking to Greg and I have to be sure. Oh, you need to. My obviously. hair's okay.
0: Absolutely. Um, because I will judge you harshly. Yes. Um, but you're looking fabulous. So, I mean, you know, um, you don't, you don't have to worry, obviously. Um, for the folks at home, a quick 30 seconds on who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So. I'm Bodil McCaskill, as the name at the bottom says, and as Greg has introduced me as. Um, I am a representative of Go Paperless. My company's DigiNet, DigiNet Limited. Um, And about four and a half years ago, DigiNet was born. Um, And I have to say that now, looking back, a lot of it was research. Um, Yes, I had some fantastic clients um, on the DigiNet platform, but I found that it wasn't giving my clients what they really needed. So mm-hmm. Go Paperless has, has come out of all of this. Um, a British company um who are in association with the World Land Trust, which means that I can show, I can wheel out David Attenborough every now and again. Well, oh, I like that. Yes. Um mm. So we're, we're not just saving the planet by uh, giving huge tranches of money to um, the World Land Trust. Uh, for every card that's sold, we, we give them Money, um, and I was going to say to build trees, but no, we don't. We plant trees in areas. Building
0: trees would be that will be a good trick. Yeah, Lego. Mm-hmm. You
1: can do it with Lego. Believe me. Yes, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we um, we've been around for just over a year now, um, mm-hmm. but I have to say that there are at the time there was probably about five or six digital business cards on the market. Yeah. Now there seems to be about a thousand. Um, but you know, with the whole pandemic and not be able to hand over bits of paper, etc., and be face to face. Yeah,
0: I mean, I was, I was just going to say about that. Um, st- you know, you're jumping ahead, but you're just answering all these questions before you even ask them. Oh,
1: God. reading your mind, Greg. Reading know, your mind.
0: So let's go back to the start of the pandemic, video. Yes. Um, what, what actually? I mean, I was, I was thinking about this in anticipation of this, this interview. That I was thinking, I would imagine that. At the risk of sounding like, the pandemic's been amazing <laughs> for you, but but in terms of what it is that you know, you do, it's like, well, who's going to hand over? You don't have opportunities to hand over business cards, you know, because you're not in rooms with other people. Mm-hmm. So obviously, this kind of, you know, a product is ideal in a pandemic. Dare I say it?
1: Yep. It, it sure is because it's something that you um, you can put it in a like a Zoom chat as a link. Um, normally on Zoom, I've got a, a background which has a, a QR code that can be scanned. Um, it sends on by email, by text, by WhatsApp, whatever way that you want to send it on. It's really quick and easy. Um, mm-hmm. the, the whole difference, of course, is that um, not only are we um, trying to bolster the World Land Trust. Not quite, but um, we we do help a little. Um, But with Go Paperless, what we do that nobody else does is the fact that we track the shares and reshares of the card. Or in other words, um, I send on my card to Greg, Greg sends it on to Linda, um, and as long as you're opting in, so very, very compliant, GDPR, the whole thing, um, I get to see that Greg has shared my card with Linda. Here's her telephone number and or email address. And there's a time and date. So I can pick up the phone the very next day and say, hi, Linda. So,
0: this I mean, this almost sounds like a blockchain thing, you know, um, that it's like, you know, um, you, you'll have heard of NFTs and, mm-hmm. you know, all of, all of that set of things, but in the same way that it's, it's actually trackable. And so then you're able to kind of go, all right, I know that this person has my contact details. Mm-hmm. So that's an incredible. I didn't know that. Yep. I didn't, I'm learning things. This is educational as well you.
1: Digital word of mouth.
0: Absolutely. Okay, mm. there, there you go. That's that's the phrase. Mm. You should be on a t-shirt or something. So I'm going to go way back, right? Mm-hmm. Way, 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 way back. Um, I mean, obviously DigiNet, you said about four and a half years. That must have been around the, about the time that I met yeah, you. When we first met, you yeah. Just, can, can you remember which event? No, was that Southsiders or?
1: It was either Southsiders or East End Connections.
0: Mm, yeah, it would have been one of the two. Yeah. Um can't quite remember. Um, but I mean, I, it's one of these things where like you and I would just see each other at almost every single <laughs> networking events, yes. it's like, hi, hi, Danny. yeah, I know your story. Oh, it's him again. Oh,
1: God. Exactly, <laughs> jeez.
0: Um, and it kind of got, you know, tiresome bumping into me, as <laughs> is the case for most people. But <laughs> let's let's go even further back than that. So what's, what, what's your, your background? Before you kind of got into the whole um, DigiNet thing, where did you... Go to school. Where did you know? What what did you study? Did you go to college, university, or or anything like that? What did you want to be when you grow up? And what is the meaning of life video?
1: Which one will I answer first, Greg? Okay, let's take it right back. What did I want to be when I was growing up? I wanted to be an air hostess. Now, if you consider, I was flying since I was a baby because my mum's Danish. We would fly back and forth to Denmark every summer, um, and I probably spent um, yeah. Two to three months. Well, the the whole of the school holidays, right up until I was ten, uh, flying right. back and forth to to Denmark. Um, the weather's a bit better over there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Did I ever get to the air hostessy bit? No. Did I do a, a bit of waitressing? Yes. <laughs> so that, that's about as close as I got to it.
0: I'm not. I'm not going to say waitresses <laughs> in the sky. I'm just not going to say Because no, my don't, don't. my stepdaughter has been a um, been cabin crew for for years. Um, and up until the pandemic, um, but um, yeah, she's done that for 12, twelve, fifteen years. Actually, oh, my God!
1: Oh, I take my hat yeah. off to them, honestly. Um, especially mm-hmm. on long haul. Um, maybe not so much. I think even the short haul hostesses, um, they're they're just constantly up and down that aisle, and they're, they've got such a short space of time on the the, mm-hmm. the little flights um, to to cram everything in and make sure that everybody's okay.
0: Well, she started off um, doing you know some. Um, who, was it, who was she with? With my first Globespan first, and then she went, went went out to the Middle East, and then she worked sort of, um, for VIPs mm-hmm. and doing all that kind of stuff, um, so private and all that kind of thing. So and and that that basically is event management, yeah. Um, for you know when it, when it's at that level, you know, yeah. But um, okay, so so you never you never managed to do that, but you did fly a lot, yes, which is really the important thing.
1: Um, uh, and at secondary school, I actually wanted to be a mechanic, a car mechanic. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, um, probably because I, I used to help my dad. Uh, I'm the eldest in the family, so my brother's been a bit younger. Um, perhaps they weren't as strong as me, I don't know, um, or as welling. But I would help my dad to kind of rebuild cars. We we built, rebuilt my first car, which was a Triumph Spitfire in a stunning colour of UW purple. Okay. Yep. It was um, it was quite a job. Um, and the second car that I helped him with was uh, an MG. Right. Which was my, my wee favourite. But anyway, um, I didn't get to be a mechanic because in those days, you couldn't do mechanical engineering as a girl.
0: Wow. So, okay.
1: next best thing, chef. Mm-hmm. Chopping, stirring, washing dishes. I did, yeah. I did the whole thing. Um Yeah, so I I trained as a chef and, and I went into contract catering, um, you know, schools and factories, etc. Um, mm-hmm. And then got married far too young, at 20. Well,
0: that is young.
1: It is pretty young, yeah. Um mm. And a year later, I went to South Africa. That was in 1980. Wow. Um had three kids, got divorced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that um, happened quickly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it did actually. Uh, three kids, one after the other, um, and from from the point of being that, um, I suppose the sole earner in the household. And when you've got three girls, it, it can be a pretty expensive deal out there. Um, I probably stepped my game up quite a lot um, and got into senior management with uh, South Africa's largest catering company uh, right. and I loved it. I absolutely adored my mm-hmm. job, I really did. Um, driving around and just making sure that the people that were serving the customers, the end user I suppose, the the person that was dining, um, were, were doing the job properly, um, within budgets etc. And although I'm dyslexic, I can actually read a spreadsheet of figures really, really quickly. Or I certainly really? used to be able to. I haven't done it for a wee while mm. now. But uh, but what I also found in South Africa was the fact that I was able to show the, the the staff members what to do and how to do it. It wasn't just a matter of here's the textbook.
0: Uh-huh. and you weren't barking orders. of this kind of you. You, you had the yep. practical experience. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, one of the nicest things was uh, I was showing somebody how to take a scourer to uh, you know when a, a, a door, but <laughs> the door hinges and, and on the floor um, that that's where you tend to get dirt catching because right, you're whopping yeah. around it. Sorry, it's mm-hmm. a bit a bit graphic, but I would get I got down on my hands and knees with a wee scourer and I said this is what I need you to do. Not every day, but you mm-hmm. know on someone's whatever it was. Do you know that the whole staff got up and sang to me? It was it was just absolutely amazing. Um
0: because you you had got down and mm-hmm. actually showed them how to do it. This. It
1: was they were showing me their appreciation that mm-hmm. I could actually get down on my knees with my pencil skirt hooked up above my knees. Yeah. <laughs> um so that was lovely. Yeah. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Mm -hmm. life over there. So how long
0: were you in South Africa for then?
1: Oh, 16 years.
0: Right, wow. Mm -hmm.
1: It was a pretty amazing time. Not all Mm -hmm. great. Uh, Obviously, I got divorced. Uh, um, I found it difficult with uh, bringing up three daughters on my own. Um, And the way that the the politics started to go as well, Mm -hmm. Um, I I felt it was better to, to bring my kids here. Uh, they were all born there, so uh, bringing them from an an Emirates flight, in fact it wasn't even Emirates, I couldn't afford to bring them back on Emirates at the time, it was oh, it was that horrible airline um, Sabina which we used to name Son of a Bitch Never Again (laughs) and I can remember not sleeping very well on the way over um, and uh, trying to fall asleep on the floor at an airport in Belgium because uh-huh. of the Belgian airline it was horrendous but I did meet a, a, a gentleman who wanted to buy me a beer even though I had three kids in tow so we had a couple of beers on the fly from Belgium to Glasgow and my mum and dad picked us all up and I'm like mm-hmm. great stuff um yeah and that was 20 odd years ago now
0: right yep. wow so and, and where did where did you did you come straight to back to to Glasgow then?
1: Yeah, more or less. Um, my or parents. The, yeah, um, my parents actually came to South Africa after I went out, but came back a year before I did. So I, I, right. I kind of stayed with them um, for about a month, and then uh, yeah, rented places, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And here we all are. Girls are all so- away and, and doing their own thing.
0: Yeah, uh huh. Um, I think you've got to be thankful for little small mercies like that. You actually get a little bit of peace and quiet.
1: Yes, no and again.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not going to say anything because uh, I was I was going to say something about my stepdaughters being all uh, away, and I'm like, no, no, no great, behave, be good. <laughs> um, anyway, so. T- tell me about your first forays into like business networking and and all of that because obviously you know that's that's how we met and you're somebody who I've seen you're very very active in the business networking world. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, what did that first look like and, and why were you doing that in the first place? You know, was DigiNet net your first thing that you were doing, you know, networking wise, um, or what what happened there?
1: Um, I joined a network, a business network, all oh, way back. Probably about eight, eight years ago, because I was um, working at a side hustle, if you like, with um, a, a skincare company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got to say, it kind of brought me out my shell quite a lot because I believe I know I'm, I'm one of these shy retiring types. <laughs>
0: See, I, people don't get that about me as well, but do you know I mean. I'm I'm very mm-hmm. quiet and shy, introvert most of the time. Quite retiring Mm -hmm. in that sense, i kind of am actually i'm not like a wild party animal um
1: no me neither but it it taught me to be able to get up and and speak in front of people so i think we all still get nervous of public speaking of any kind Mm -hmm. but um this taught me that yeah i could do it because i I left or i was in the throes of leaving uh, a job that i really hated that, that almost killed me. Um, but yeah, it, it just taught me to trust people. Yeah, but also to trust my gut instinct as well.
0: I think that's a huge thing. Um, it's funny, you know, your guts never wrong. You know, whenever you have that sick feeling in your stomach, it's just telling you something, yep. you can kind of like, nah, this doesn't feel right. And if it doesn't feel right, trust it. Yes. You know, Yeah, every single time. Um, but it's funny though, that you're saying that though, cause, um, about, you know, saying about trusting people as well. When I first started business networking outside the music industry, and I say this to, to people all the time, the thing that, that really got me more than anything else was the fact that I was meeting nice people. <laughs> it was kind of like the first 18 months or so I was kind of like, oh, they actually seem quite pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not out to screw me over um so that kind of was just a revelation to me you know wasn't, wasn't kind of used to that yeah um and, and speaking to you know various friends in, in the music industry they haven't had quite they they've had some of them have had just really good experiences and, and but for me i just haven't you know in terms of like relationships right. with people or whatever um but i think you know whenever then you kind of if that's what your norm is through your work, as, as you say, you know, mm-hmm. um, you kind know, of like whenever you go into some completely new situation and then all of a sudden people are being nice, you know, oh, right, I can actually be myself and mm-hmm. actually, as you say, trust these people.
1: Yeah. I, I think also though, as you get older, as we all do, um, you get to that stage in life and you think, I really don't give a monkeys mm-hmm. <laughs> what other people are thinking. Uh, or saying,
0: yeah, um, and they're probably not saying anything anyway.
1: Um,
0: you know, I think there's the, there's all of that imagined stuff as well. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, they're they're probably saying this about me. No, they're not. They're worried about making their mortgage payments. Um, yeah. But
1: it's just a a place of. It doesn't really matter what they think. Mm-hmm. Don't
0: yeah. care. And I, th- I, th- I think and can I tell you? I, I think that's just a it just. It's a really comfortable place to get to, mm-hmm. you know. And you just kind of go, "Yeah, I don't care." Um, and it's not not caring if you don't. Know I mean, it's <laughs> no, it's not putting yourself first. I think that's 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 the thing in a good yeah. way. And I don't mean being selfish, but just looking out for your own, um, you know, mental health, and just also just you know taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, "No, this isn't good for me. If this isn't good for me, if this doesn't serve me, as they say, then um, yeah. then I'm not gonna not gonna do it." You know.
1: Yeah, you've just you've got to just drop that shit.
0: Exactly. Am I allowed I to say n- shit? You can say shit if you want. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, anyway, so tell me how this shit, did you net then got, got <laughs> <laughs> born? How, how did that all start?
1: Um, this is a time where it was actually quite a horrible time in my life, trying to get out of a, a job that I I hated. Um, right. And I was looking for something. I I was off work for a long, long time. I was on long-term sick, um, right. But eventually, I've obviously come to that place in my head that said, "Right, this cannot pull you down any longer. You have yeah. to do something." So I, I was looking for something, and it was the fact that uh, the, the, the company that the the developer that I was using at the time um, was based in the same office park that I used to be based in in Johannesburg. Oh, okay. it's a sign well yes um it, it was a sign of let's let's do something um and i think the, the product that they had developed five years ago four and a half years ago whatever um, was really good and um, i liked doing what i was doing with it but i just felt that it needed more and um, the, the the development just wasn't there so this is why i, I now look at that that first two or three years as more of a, a kind of research more than anything. Um, yes I was serving customers I was trying to give them what, what they needed but I wasn't able to because I'm not the developer, I don't know coding, yeah. I, I can't give them everything. So this is why um, Go Paperless came about Now although I didn't invest any funds into Go Paperless, I have invested a lot of time um, they've taken on board some of the things that, um, that I've come up with to make GoPaperless a, a much better digital card and, a, and serve people better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the thing with an awful lot of businesses that you spend those first couple of years finding your feet and sort of finding your way and, and you think you're operating and you kind of are, but like you say, you're like, yeah but i'm not actually able to do exactly what i want to do or exactly how i want to do this and like, like you see you're kind of finding your feet you know um and it, like and it, and it ends up being that market research thing you know um yep. and it's just like okay what 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 is this not doing that it needs to do to actually expand mm-hmm. and grow you
1: know yeah yeah absolutely um and i've also found it my role, because with DigiNet and and the South African developer, it was me, myself and I. Um, Mm -hmm. I was doing the selling, the building, the trying to tweak things, whatever. Um, But with Go Paperless, there's a whole development team that are just absolutely amazing. I've got tech support, but I've also got a team of resellers. So globally, although I've got to say the majority are in in England, some in Scotland, but globally I've got 130 odd people in my team. So my role has changed slightly in that I'm not selling so much, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm more helping them to sell because I really, it comes down to that, that whole core value of, I really want to help people. Yeah whether it's to grow the, their own business by helping them with a marketing tool, or whether it's to build their own business around a marketing tool. I just want to help.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think this is the thing whenever you, you do have those other people around you, it gives you you know, the freedom to then focus on your areas of expertise that, you know, that you really want to focus on. Like you say, mm-hmm. helping people, you yeah. know, and just, and you don't have to do the selling, you know, you don't have yeah. to do absolutely everything. It just gets a bit. Know too much,
1: it does, yeah. Um, so that's why I, I can sometimes take a few hours off in the garden, which is my, my happy place these days.
0: Absolutely, I think we all need to do a bit of that. Um, you know, whenever the, whenever the weather is actually sunny, which is mm-hmm. rare, you know, make the most of it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so this whole um, you know, um, the Go Paperless um, uh, association happened over the past year, you yes. know, with the pandemic and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me how that that whole, you know, time period has been been for you.
1: It's just been amazing. Um, I think it's, it, you know, it's been a horrible, horrible time for a lot of people. There's there's a lot of people who have not be, been able to reopen their businesses. You know, that they're mm-hmm. still boarded up. There's a, a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff going on out there. There certainly is, um, but I've found um, that it's been fantastic for me personally because yeah. I'm allowed to, not allowed to, but it's opened my mind. I was only networking in and around kind of Glasgow, Edinburgh, um, I did a, a couple of expos here and there but now I, I've got contacts all over the globe. I, I do weekly or sorry uh, fortnightly meetings in Sri Lanka which has the Indian-Malaysian market uh, in there. I do quite a lot in New York, uh, networking, of course, uh, and it's all online. But the what I actually find uh, with the, the the networks in New York is they are so full of energy that they're just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like you're feeding off their energy the whole time. Um,
0: yeah, it's funny. It's like whenever New York has that kind of very kinetic kind of thing like what do you need what do you need what do you need Mm -hmm. and it's just like like now and whereas LA is kind of like more you know laid back and it's kind of got that that kind of like we're still obviously we're still networking we're still doing a thing but it's more it'll happen when it'll happen Mm -hmm. you know but uh you know New York and New Yorkers just have that particular kind of energy that is infectious
1: Oh, absolutely. I just love going along there. Um, I I quite often sub for people in a particular network over there. Not the one I'm a member of here. Mm -hmm. Not the one with the three letters.
0: It's okay. We we did mention it at the start. Yes, we did. Uh It's it's allowed. Um, Yeah, but no, I think I think there's been a lot of people who the pandemic has just been actually a, a period of growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than anything else and um it's been it's been a, a largely a good a good period for me and um I think we all need to kinda of, despite being able to work online and doing all that kind of things, I do think we i've spoken to quite a few people over the past couple of weeks who are this you know the mm. zoom fatigue thing mm. uh, and but just generally like we've just been sitting in front of the computer and like just done. Uh, And it kind of, for me, like, it snuck up on me, like, over the past few weeks, um, I was just kind of like, you know, before that I was kind of like, yep, keep going, keep going. And then all of a sudden I was just like, I just don't want to do anything anymore. Just like, literally, I'd need to to take, you know, my foot off the gas a bit. But the thing that was really, really interesting is that this is quite... you know a, a common thing like like my, my like my brother was feeling it just now and i've got some friends who are kind of like yeah i'm just exactly the same way that i'm feeling at the same period and you kind of like yeah, i guess it's just kind of like we're seeing the end of being you know the whole lockdown situation we're starting to kind of come out of things and then it's it's kind of like okay maybe i'm kind of, kind of like i say take the foot off the gas a bit and kind of mm-hmm. uh, ease back a bit um to a certain extent but um it's just Strange times. It Strange
1: is. Times. And I think um, a lot of people feeling trepidation is mm-hmm. a big word for a Friday. Uh, and it's not wow. even midday yet. No. Um,
0: well done. But... Congratulations. Well done. So, uh, that's probably like, a, I'm not too, too sure how many points I would score in, in Scrabble, but it's way up there.
1: It's got to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there is definitely a fear around going back face to face, meeting mm-hmm. people face to face. Do you shake hands? Do you hug?
0: I'm not, can I tell you, I'm, I'm really, I'm like, not. Nah, I'm not doing no, it.
1: I'm the same. I, I'm just, I, I really, I've had a couple of face to face. They've been client but... meetings, you know, they're, they're people yeah, that are already here, yeah. clients. So um, do they count the same? I don't think so. I, 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 pr- I was, much prefer I was, the Zoom thing.
0: Yeah. Virtual. I mean, somebody said, you know, do you want to meet or do you want to Zoom? I'm, so, I'm not meeting you. Um, unless I have to um, and I don't really have to you know um, yeah. I mean I've, I've got like my studio in town's open um, so I've got, you know clients coming in to record there that's fine so mm-hmm. for certain things but for the most part I can operate from here but um, I think the thing is that is nice is being able to meet up with some friends again you know and just yes. you know actually have a coffee and, and all that kind of thing yeah um, and I think that's probably the the most important thing for me, I'm, I'm not keen to go back to networking events. Really. No.
1: Um, I, th- I just think from the point
0: of view of, I, I actually just don't think it's there's certain things you can kind of like, oh, it will be nice to meet that group of people again, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and all of that. And that's a different thing, but most of the networking things that I've been going to online, I'm kind of like, this kind of worked better online yeah. in terms of being able to actually get talking to the people that you want to get talking to and having the right amount of FaceTime mm-hmm. and not getting stuck in a corner with an accountant called Alan.
1: Do you know yeah, him as well? For,
0: <laughs> for 20 minutes and I've been kind of like nothing against accountants or guys called Alan, but you kind of like really, um, you know, I, I think the thing is, it's good whenever you're on that Zoom call or whatever. You can, like, all right, you get to see who's in the room. Like, all oh, right, see about arranging one to one with that person, and blah 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 blah. But um, yeah,
1: yeah, um, I I just think it's far more productive.
0: Yeah, doing things virtually.
1: So. I mean, okay, I'm I'm not exactly a town centre or anything like that. Uh, I'm a good thirty five minutes um, away from the the, the centre. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the time of day, of course, because let's face it, traffic is getting heavier. I hear about traffic jams on the road, so um, it it must be getting heavier.
0: There's been a couple of things um, in the past week or two. My wife and I went to the cinema, we've been to the cinema a couple of times, which was, it was good to be back to cinema, we love going to Mm. cinema, but it's socially distanced and all that kind of thing. So that's all good. Happy about that. but uh, I would say, though, that I mean, I was like I was on the train yesterday, which I'm not going to repeat, frankly, um, and I'm actually you just kind of like nobody cares. You know, there's a certain <laughs> section that are kind of like not socially distancing, not wearing masks and all this kind of thing. I'm yeah. like, right, fine. And there, there is there is that attitude of kind of like challenge me. You yes. Know, and you're kind of like, really, I just don't want to be doing this crap so um and obviously being a miserable old person as I am now <laughs> um I'm just shouting at young people <laughs>
1: <laughs> they need shouted at anyway sometimes absolutely it's
0: like... look at those disgusting people yeah um anyway so what is what's what's on the agenda going forward for a Diginet with go, go Paperless? do you have you guys got a plan for for you know I don't know global domination.
1: Global domination is is absolutely correct, Greg. Um, Of course, um, we've got a lot of things in the development um, curve at the moment. We are adding things all the time to uh, the digital card. And you might have noticed I don't call it a digital business card any longer because it's it's not really just a business card. If you think of um, business cards, they've got a, a logo and a wee bit of information on them. And are mm-hmm.
0: in the, the trash. I love how 88%. Throw away. Great.
1: Nice. Um eighty eight percent of the time they're in the, the trash. Um so the type of thing that you get on our cards is like video and gallery and all your um your web links or as many web links as you want on there. Places that you're trying to pull your customer into. So it's more of a funnel and um, mm-hmm. all your social media links are on there. And of course, it's all interactive buttons as to email, telephone, WhatsApp, etc. Um, so it's a lot more than a business card.
0: Yeah.
1: And of course, it I, saves I, I, into I, contact as well. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I think this is the thing with so much of this, thing you know, the whole interconnectivity thing, interconnectivity. That's a <laughs> outrageous word thing. Even for a Friday. Yeah. Yes, that, that's absolutely. huge um, but I think this is really the thing is that you can't just have these things in isolation, the fact that you having it all in the one thing, it's like you mm-hmm. know, you're able to go to my YouTube from here you're able to yep. find out more about what it is that I do uh, and not just here's my number, here's my email, great you know, it's, mm-hmm. people want more, people People yep. need to know more about who you are and what it is that you do um, and it just, it's it's all about creating that frictionless connectivity mm-hmm. yep. that's your phrase for your Friday frictionless connectivity is what it's I'm about. going to
1: use that later on today mmm I provide uh, frictionless connectivity
0: there you go because you know with me in my world in you know marketing that's the whole thing it's about removes the friction between you and the customer how can yeah. you get them to see what it is that you do and want to you know get involved with what it is that you do um, but you know when people kind of it—it's it, little things like in the social media thing. It's when somebody goes, <clears throat> excuse me. They'll—they'll um, they'll have something and they say if they don't include a link to something, or they make it difficult to kind of if you type in this into Google and search for this, then you find it. No, they won't. No nope. one's going to do that.
1: Nobody you can know, be asked like to that. It,
0: yeah, make it simple. Make it easy mm-hmm. for for them to to find who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah. Um, which is exactly what you do. But um, Padil, thank you so much um, for joining me this morning and um, talking shit. Yes. Now, uh, let's just say that. Um, talking utter piles what, of crap. What, yes. Um, no, it's actually been uh, lovely to, to catch up with you and um, delighted to hear that things are going so well for you. Um, and I shall um, continue to talk that... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> going forward. Uh, massive puzzle. yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, thank you so much and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you very soon, Greg, and thank you very much. Take Bye. care, everyone.